K-pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nods. I'm going to be honest, y'all. I'm cramping today. So (laughs) my energy is like in the lower zone. In the spirit of honesty, I had like a four hour panic (laughs) attack last night and slept three hours and then ran five miles. So I also don't have a lot of energy. (laughs) We're going through it. We, yeah, we're really going through it right now. Um, On the bright side. Yeah. Today we see Epic High. Ah! Yo, I'm going to deliriously get through this concert. But I, I'm very excited. Despite how I'm feeling, I'm very excited. I don't know what I'm going to wear. Do you? I mean, I'm not going to try too hard. Yeah. Because this is this is not a K-pop concert. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing <laughs> sweats. I'm, I'm going for more of a baddie look. Yeah. What? I'm going for more of a baddie look, you know. No. Oh, you don't? Okay, well, if you know, when you, you say, know. When you say sweats and baddie look, that doesn't compute really in my brain. Oh. Well, you know, the baddie, the baddie look where it's like the natural nude makeup with the sharp eyeliner, uh, slick back hair with the hoops, except I won't be doing slick back hair because I don't look good with that hairstyle. But yeah, I'm going for more like athleisure baddie. Kind of. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I was going to say I accumulate that. That's not the right word. No, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> A tribute? Equate that. Equate that tribute. <laughs> that look to the the clean girl Latin aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. I, I don't I've always the word baddie. I, I just I personally always called it baddie mm. before clean girl became a thing. I've just always called it the baddie look because those women tend to be baddies in my brain. So um, and it's not me. I will. <laughs> it's not I, me. I will just be trying out the aesthetic today. <laughs> Although I am Latina, so it might work out. Who knows? Yeah. Um, In other K-pop news, yes. we've had a lot of oh comebacks. Well, the girls—they're here, y'all. <laughs> girl, girl groups this year. I mean, usually, but this year specifically, <laughs> usually, they are really bringing the albums out Mm -hmm. like and Kaven brought up this point so I'm crediting him with this statement he he really said girl groups last year were slaying it with the concepts and the title tracks and yeah the b-sides were great but this year they are really giving us albums like really fleshed out very well like conceptually and just like the albums are here Mm -hmm. and it is Oh my god. The cherry on top will be when La Seraphim come back mm-hmm. in May. Um I'm just I'm in musical heaven right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a really good time. Um I've listened to Kepler's album all the way through and I really liked it. Um a few of the albums have already a few of the albums, a few of the songs have already been separated into playlists for me. Mm-hmm. Um I have to listen to Ives album. In terms of the Kepler album, so far my favorite song is Lovely which I'm not surprised. I, I knew from the highlight medley that that was going to be my favorite song. It is so cunty. It I is. love it. Um, 
for the Ive album, which Ive has never missed. They're, the whole time they have been around, I don't know. Okay, I can't speak to their like earlier B-sides because I, I really don't know them that well. But in terms of their title tracks, they really haven't missed. Even if you think um, After Like was a miss, which weird, weird, <laughs> really weird. Um, what? They just keep on getting better. They keep on getting better. I've only listened to the album all the way through once. So I don't know what my favorite song is. Um, it's either going to be mine or like Cherish. Um, but I am. I've already cried like so many times listening to that song and it's barely been out for 24 hours. Um, but another album that I wanted to highlight is um, XX by Crazy. Um, it's the album that it came out in March and it's the one with their song Nugudum on mm-hmm. it. I listened to it yesterday. It's amazing. Like a no skip album for sure. Listen to their song Lucid Dream. I actually started screaming in my car yesterday. It is that good. And that's pretty much everything recent right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, So far for Kepler's album Love Struck. I don't think I have a favorite yet. I listened to it two two times through like repeatedly. Um, and as far as songs that have already been sorted, I only put, well, Giddy onto my K-pop singles playlist and then Back to the City onto my Summer Months playlist mm. and Why onto my Pink Love playlist, which Ooh, is just like a... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just feel it. Feel you, it. you know, my Pink Love playlist has Why, Cherry on Top by Just B. Um, oh my God, I just lost the... It's a short playlist. It's barely being built. It only has, it's 29 minutes. So it's got Cherry on Top, Tell Me by 5050, Lucky Lucky by Busters, Secret Recipe by ILY1, Tell Me One More Time by Classy, Hug Me by IN, MBTI by Mm, Just Be and Alexa, Tell Em Boys by DKB, and Y by Kepler. Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a good concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how to <laughs> give it words, which is why it's called Pink Love. Yeah. You just feel it. You just feel it. Um, <laughs> although when I mentioned the K-pop singles playlist, it reminded me of when we were on our way to the Stray Kids concert. <laughs> was in the back and I was playing off of my K-pop singles playlist. And she goes, what playlist is this? And I go, what? It's just my singles playlist. She's like, oh my God, I thought you were like, it was a curated it really felt yeah it it just the shuffle that day was hitting because i can't remember what songs it was but just one after another (laughs) it was so good i feel like you said it after back down played by p1 i think so yeah it was just oh my god it was so good (laughs) the the order of effects it was so funny i was like what yeah it was really good i don't know it was just hitting in that moment um but Millie is very good at curating playlists. You should listen to yeah. the saxophone playlist. That right, yeah, it's literally yeah. just the emoji of a saxophone. Yeah, um, that that one came out pretty good, and I like listening to my Blue Orange Aid playlist, oh, which yeah. is under an hour right now. But it'll it'll keep going. Yeah, playlists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm making an effort right now to try to add more of my like Western music into the playlist, mm. just so that. Um, 
I listen to those songs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not out of touch. <laughs> so I'm not out of touch. I know. Yeah. Real talk. People keep being like, you haven't listened to insert Western art- artist names album yet? And I go, oh shit, no, I'm sorry. It's hard. It's hard to keep up with everything. But for those of you who also listen to Western music, albums I have been really enjoying right now <laughs> are... Um, portals by melanie martinez she dropped the deluxe version last night with three new songs jesus and they are all so fucking incredible (laughs) like actually actually um the song milk of the siren i was screaming like in my bedroom um another western album that i really love is the boy genius album uh the record is what it's called Oh my God. For those of you who like can enjoy a nice, like kind of soft Southern alternative vibe, highly recommend it. It is so good. Like if you like Lana Del Rey, but you don't like Lana Del Rey, listen to the Boy Genius <laughs> record. <laughs> it's so much better. Um, the Fallout Boy album. Yes. Uh, the Fallout Boy album is phenomenal. Yeah. So much for Stardust real good and then for you punk fans out there the band pink shift their album love me forever mm. very good very good <laughs> added in for your pop punk past present future by yeah. amy at the altar yes yes <laughs> because that album it's it's growing it, the more i listen to it the more i love it yeah <laughs> I, I haven't stopped i keep listening to, i'm like just like shit like that's actually real. <sighs> yeah where I get music music yeah a good time yeah no I'm truly my girlfriend my girlfriend said something uh really good um a few months ago because I was playing her the most recent Lil Yachty album which is also amazing <laughs> highly recommend that's it that's right you did tell me that I, I haven't listened to it's it. really good it's God really good damn it. I think there there's one song on there that should be on your saxophone playlist. <laughs> um but anyway we were listening to it and my girlfriend was like, you know, listening to this album, I feel like this is the first year since the pandemic started where like music has really gotten back on track mm. and like people are really releasing like good stuff now. And I haven't stopped thinking about that. You know, like, I think that's pretty fair. For yeah. 2023. Yeah. yeah. I think like the chaos is still there yeah but we've lived with it mm-hmm. long enough now to where the artistic vision is back because <laughs> yeah. last year there was a few standouts mm-hmm. but this year it feels just like bah, bah, yeah bah, bah. like, like I everything's i can't like really take hard. a break <laughs> <laughs> i haven't listened to it yet but speaking of some of our favorite western artists kyle's new song with tanache oh it's really good <laughs> it's really good kyle Okay, if y'all don't know, <laughs> Kyle, he used to go by Super Duper Kyle. Yeah. Really great. Like, if you like, okay, if you're not that familiar with Western rap, mm-hmm. Super Duper Kyle is like the most minimum of minimum of minimum places to start because yeah. he's not like rap. He's the happy rapper. He's the happy rapper. Um, Happy sad boy rapper mm-hmm. with like lots of feelings and he's got things he's to nerdy. say. He's nerdy. He's really nerdy. He used to go by Super Duper Kyle. For yeah. crying out loud. Um, he's always dropping music. He is. <laughs> His album that came out last year was like the greatest thing ever. Um, <laughs> the songs that he's released this year, amazing. And he dropped a song with Tanache. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Go listen to it. But anyway, yeah. let's read fan fiction now. 
It is true. If you've never listened to a Western rapper, yeah. I would tell you, yeah. listen to Kyle. It's, he's a great gateway. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. Like, if you don't know anything, you're not going to start with Tyler, the creator. Okay. Start with Kyle. <laughs> Please. <laughs> that you need to work up to. You need to learn more. Just imagine stepping in and suddenly Childish Gambino. <laughs> I know. Like, okay, it's Childish Gambino. <laughs> So if you guys ever doubted how much we love music, there you go. There yeah. was our little <laughs> I know. insert. <laughs> we talk about it. We don't talk about other music very often yeah. on the podcast, but we do, in fact, love all music. <laughs> yeah. We, we are, in fact, our father's daughters. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. It's really bad. I'm like buzzing right now. <laughs> this, this, this is what happens when we're tired. <laughs> oh. So. We had a conversation with Sailor Tape Picks. We did. Yesterday. Yes. Um, well, Nats had a conversation. <laughs> I was not involved because I am a coward. Um, I was well, having a lot of feelings yesterday. Yeah. I was working. It there was... was some scary stuff happening at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember with the Oh, right, 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 right. There was a phone call. I <laughs> deflected <laughs> to my coworker because I was like, oh, no. Do this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, because Sailor Tape Picks is continuously making new one shots for these couples like their universe is unending right so um we have decided to finish off subin's hometown yes and then we're going to read you um basically the baby (laughs) for sammy and yunju yeah and that'll be the end however we do suggest that you continue to read yes and continue to follow sailor Mm tapings they release all of their stuff on instagram if you don't have room on your phone for wattpad um (laughs) like not (laughs) And um, Sailor Tay Fix, I pointed this out, I, I don't remember when. This was before we were reading their stuff, mm. because I think we were already following them when they posted this on Instagram, but they were the ones who posted, like, a reader's guidelines, like, how oh. to best read fan fiction, oh. remember, where yeah. it was like, don't be a silent reader. Right. Do The do's and don'ts of, like, reading fan fiction. Yeah. And I heavily suggest that if you have been enjoying these last two seasons while we featured Sailor Tay Fix stuff, you go and tell them. Yeah. <laughs> They're the reason why we're doing this, yeah. these episodes. So. <laughs> so please, please go appreciate the authors that we featured. Yeah. Um, and Sarita Fix was very lovely when I came to them yesterday and I was like, we we need a break. I know. <laughs> we're very tired. There's lots of stuff going on in our lives right now. Is it okay if we end it with these things? Yeah. And they were amazing. <laughs> Because of course, of course they would be. Um, but yeah, that's that's another point. Yeah, is that after we finish these episodes, um, which is either going to be three or four episodes depending on our reading, we're going to take a break because Nas is working two jobs and I got promoted to full time. Yeah. So we need a break to readjust. Yeah. And more than likely, our next season is going to feature a lot more pre-recorded episodes. Like, our goal is, like, having half of the season minimum already ready to record. Yeah. So that if anything big in K-pop happens, we can talk about it. But there'll be a lot less K-pop news. Yeah. Um, which, that part kind of sucks. But. Yeah. But, you know. You win some, lose some. Yeah. You, we can, we could use that as more stuff for, like, our TikTok. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we could still give our opinions unwarranted. Yeah. <laughs> So follow us on TikTok. Yeah, follow us on TikTok. <laughs> uh, 
But yes, so we are getting back to Subin and Dambi in their hometown. Well, that's the name of the book. <laughs> All right, so this is part six. We're starting in Subin's point of view. It's March 28th, 2022 in Seoul. So we've caught up quite a bit yeah. in the time period that we've we've <laughs> been reading we started, all these characters. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And we're in Seoul. The loud chirping of her alarm jolts me awake. She stirs next to me, but my eyelids feel so heavy that I try to go back to sleep. She groans and reaches for her phone. Sorry about that, bunny. The chirping stops and I feel the mattress dip down as she scoots closer. Her hair tickles my shoulder, but she doesn't touch me. You still sleeping? She asks, but I keep my eyes closed. I imagine her laying on her side, dark hair cascading down her shoulder, head propped up on her hand. Subin, she sings out, drawing a line up and down the length of my arm, but I don't move. My body feels heavy. I just want to be in bed with her a little longer before I have to get up and go to work. Suddenly, I hear her phone vibrate and she stops. I hear some shuffling and feel the bed move, so I open up one eye and see that she's turned around to face her nightstand, her phone in her hand, its screen lighting up her face. The white hotel sheets barely go up to her thighs. The big shirt she's wearing is bunched up above her waist, and the black panties she wore last night ride up between her cheeks beautifully. I turn on my side and scoot next to her, hugging my arm to her waist. Oh, so you are awake, she giggles, turning over her shoulder just a bit. Morning, baby. She puts her phone back down and turns over to give me a kiss, her smile soft and sleepy. Morning. How did you sleep, bunny? I sigh and snuggle closer to her. Best sleep I've had in a while. Me too, she giggles. I dig my face between her neck and shoulder, feeling the softness and warmth of her body next to mine. How much time do we have, she asks. Not a lot, I sigh, running my hand up her thigh. She giggles quietly and pushes her hips back into me, pressing her ass into my crotch. But I can be quick. She smiles and hums a response, my bulge pressing between her cheeks. Should I fuck you real quick, baby? I whisper in her ear. Our bodies move up against each other. She bites her lip and nods, glancing at me out of the corner of her eye. Real quick, okay? I don't want you to be late. I chuckle and slide my hand under her shirt, grazing my fingertips under her breast. Me and my friends had a conversation about this recently, whether what was better, morning sex or night sex. <laughs> and so I was kind of surprised that most of them said morning sex. Neither. I'm way too tired <laughs> for either of those. <laughs> Middle of the day or nothing. <laughs> I personally say morning, but that I think is just because of my partner. So I mm. think it would be different in different situations. You know? Yeah. I'm just tired. If I'm if I'm not like energized enough, it's just not it's not worth it to start anything for me. So usually the middle of the day. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm already hard. I reach for her panties and pull them down roughly, barely getting them down her thigh. Pressing her cheeks apart with my hand, I guide myself in. She gasps. I let out a loud moan and try to slow down, but she's so tight and wet, I can't. Binny, fuck, she whimpers, dropping her torso forward on the mattress as I thrust into her faster. Baby, that dick feels so good, she moans, looking over me, looking at me over her shoulder, biting her bottom lip and closing her eyes, her perfect body bouncing in my arms. My hand slides up her neck and I pull her to me, kissing her and tugging at her bottom lip while she moans into my mouth. I know it does, baby, I groan, and I exhale loudly out of my nose, thrusting into her faster. You always take it so well, fuck. I tighten my grip around her neck, and she whimpers, becoming more high-pitched. Her pussy feels so amazing, and those little whines make me crazy. I'm already twitching inside of her. Baby, I'm so close, fuck. Subin, wait. Fuck, baby, I can't. I hold my breath and dig my fingers into her hips, thrusting into her relentlessly until I moan out against her neck, holding her body in place as I release completely. 
God, I catch my breath, inhaling and exhaling against her head. Fuck, baby, I'm sorry, I just... She mutters something under her breath and scoots away from me. I flinch as I slide out of her suddenly, my erection still pulsating from the orgasm. Dambi, I'm sorry, baby, let me take care of it. But she pushes the sheets away and swings her feet down to the floor. It's fine, Subin, you have to go to work, she says, her voice soft but toneless. Baby, wait. But she pulls her panties up and disappears into the bathroom, closing the door shut. Fuck. I throw my head back on the pillow and sigh out to the ceiling. My stomach drops and I cringe at what just happened. I know better than to finish before her. She's going to be mad at me all day, and rightly so. I sit up and drop my feet to the floor, sliding my fingers through my hair while I rub my forehead. Fuck, Subin, what are you, 16 again? My <laughs> hand reaches up. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> my hand reaches to the nightstand to grab my glasses and phone. Danby turns on the shower and I check my messages. Yeonjun. Hey, don't forget that we have dance practice tomorrow at 8 a.m. Remember to set an alarm. Shit. I forgot to check my phone last night. I didn't even hear Yeonjun. I didn't even hear Yeonjun Hyung's message come in. My heart starts racing, realizing I only have 20 minutes to get dressed and get to practice on time. I toss my phone on the bed and grab my pants off the floor, darting my eyes around the hotel room to look for my t-shirt while I pull the waistband over my hips. Baby, I knock on the bathroom door. The loud splashing of the shower echoes on the other side. Baby, do you have my t-shirt? But she doesn't answer. Dombi, I'm going to open the door. I'm pretty sure you have my shirt. I wait a few seconds for her to answer, but she doesn't, so I open the door slowly and poke my head in. The room is hazy with steam, but I quickly spot my black t-shirt in a small pile on the counter. Baby, I'm taking my shirt, okay? Still no answer, so I just leave her alone and close the door again. The fabric smells The fabric smells faintly of her perfume that she wore last night when I picked her up from Seoul Station. She looks so beautiful with her beaming smile, so happy to finally be here with me after almost three weeks of not seeing each other. God, I wish I could stay a little longer and talk to her, but I can't. I grab my phone off the bed and pull my backpack over my shoulder. And now we're switching over to Dambi's point of view. And this is a text message from Subin. Hey, baby, I wanted to wait for you to come out of the shower, but I had to go to practice. I know you're probably still mad at me, but I'm wondering if you want to have lunch together and talk about it. I'll call you when I get a break. Love you, beautiful. I squeeze my hair dry with a towel, little droplets of water falling next to my feet. There's a heaviness in my chest that I feel every time I let my temper get the best of me. But he should know better than to start something if he knows he can't finish it. (laughs) 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 I sigh and plop down on the bed, the mattress bouncing as I hold my phone in my hands. And this is going to be a text message interaction between the two of them. Danby sends, hey, I had plans to meet up with Autumn. Subin, who's that? Me. Han Arum from school. Anyway, aren't you supposed to be dancing right now? Subin, lol, I just got here. Malibu teacher's gonna kill me. <laughs> I giggle. Me. Tell her I'll be taking care of that later. Subin, does that mean what I think it means? <laughs> and the emojis in this one. <laughs> like, all the other emojis were pretty normal, but this one was the eyes and then the cowboy the the emoji with the cowboy hat oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that's good i chuckle and shake my head again no subin sad faces well will you at least have lunch with me tell autumn you'll see her tomorrow please i think about it for a moment me fine but you have to make it up to me later subin i promise i'll make it up to you i have to go now love you time skip subin Hey, baby, we'll be done in about 20 minutes. Just grab something to eat and I'll meet you at the cafeteria when we're done. I reply back quickly to let him know it's okay, but the pit of my stomach feels heavy. It's my first time here. I don't know anyone and I can already feel people staring at me, trying to figure out who I am. I glance down at the badge hanging from my neck, making sure the visitor tag is visible, but it keeps slipping over. I sigh and I look up at the line of people in front of me. Just 20 more minutes, Dombey. You can do it. 
Groups of company employees chat excitedly with each other as the line inches forward slowly, but it's long, going all the way back to where I am by the elevators. At least that'll give Subin enough time to make it here before it's my turn to order food. I pull out my phone and start scrolling to keep my mind off my nerves when I suddenly realize the two girls in front of me are speaking English. Huh? I look up and observe the first girl. Her voice is soft and bright, but there's an edge to it, like she would have no problem being brutally honest if she had to. The way she moves around, throwing her head back in laughter, putting an arm around the other girl, is so captivating. She's got confidence and charisma that are so magnetic, I wonder if she's a trainee. I keep looking at her until she turns to look back in my direction. I avert my gaze quickly, but I see that she's still looking back out of the corner of my eye. Is she looking at me? They're not here yet, she says in English, or at least that's what I think she says. She gets up on her tiptoes to look past me at the people behind me. Tay said they'd be down soon, so... Wow, she's really beautiful. Her features look Korean, but she might be mixed with something else. I think Malibu teacher is keeping them a little longer, the other girl responds. She looks down at her phone and then back in my direction, leaning her head on the side to look past my shoulder. She's shorter than the first girl, about my height. Her dark brown hair goes past her shoulders, and she's definitely foreign, but I notice that a lot of her mannerisms seem Korean. Is she also a trainee? Oh my god, she's oh meeting. Gosh. She's meeting Sammy and Violet. She doesn't seem to have the magnetic energy of the other girl, but there's a quiet confidence about her that commands your attention. June said Subin was late to practice today, so that's probably why they're still there, she says, her voice sweet and sensuous, full of that soft-spoken, sexy, cute thing the boys like. Those girls always get on <laughs> Those girls always got on my nerves. <laughs> but wait, did she say Subin? Does she know him? Do they work together? Is she meeting him for lunch? <laughs> My heart starts racing and I'm certain they can hear it. I notice both of them stealing glances at me while they talk, sensing my observing gaze. So I make sure my visitor badge is visible again. The brown-haired girl glances down at it and then makes eye contact with me, her wide-set hazel eyes becoming cat-like as her lips turn up into a soft but hesitant smile. She must be American. Americans always smile too much. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've heard that. Really? Yeah, I've heard that. I avert my gaze quickly and look down at my phone again. I don't know why, but I don't like this girl. Just then, they both start hopping up and down. I look up and see them waving at someone behind me, smiling wide. I turn over my shoulder and see Yeonjun walking towards us, and it hits me. This must be Sammy. My heart is pounding. My face feels hot. I look at her again, this time scanning every feature with surgical precision, looking for the smallest flaw. That's right. Because Danvi knows about their three-way. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> oof. <laughs> Big oof. Girl, don't worry. Sammy does not want your man. No. (laughs) Sammy is well taken care of. (laughs) Sammy has everything she needs and wants. Yeah. Relax. The only girl you need to keep an eye out for is me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Her slightly turned up nose that looks too small for her face, the odd looking mole under her earlobe, but I know I'm just pulling at straws. She's perfect. He hugs her tightly and pecks her softly on the lips. Hi, beautiful. Were you two waiting long? He turns his attention to the taller girl and then back to Sammy. No, maybe ten minutes, she replies, tilting her head to the side. Where are the other guys? They'll be down soon, he trails off, whispering something to her that I can't hear. But Yeonjun turns his back to them and hangs back for a moment. The line inches along slowly and I step forward towards him, doing my best to pretend like I'm not there. I haven't seen him in two years, so I don't know if he will recognize me, but I don't want to risk it. I look down at my phone and turn to the side, but as soon as he glances up from his phone, I feel his gaze. Baby, come, Sammy calls out to him, but he just stays there watching me. He definitely recognizes me. I start panicking and look behind me to see if Subin is coming around the corner or something, but nothing, when I suddenly hear Yeonjun call me. Danbi? I turn around and look at the three of I turn around and the three of them are looking right at me. He cocks his head <laughs> to the side and furrows his brow. Is that you? Shit. 
oh, hey, Yunjun. <laughs> I say, glancing down at the floor while I try my best to smile. Yeah, it's me. Long time no see, huh? He turns his whole body to me and steps closer. What are you doing here? He asks. I glance up at him, his smile wide and inviting. Subin didn't tell us you'd be here. Of course he didn't. I chuckle and dig my hands inside my pockets of my pants. Oh, um, well, he asked me could I come here to have lunch together, but I guess he's still in the studio? Yeah, our dance instructor let me leave early, but the other guys are still there, he explains, and then turns his attention back to Sammy and the other girl, who are now standing closely behind him. This is Danby, Subin's old girlfriend. Old girlfriend? That's odd, but okay. Oh. <laughs> Sammy steps to me immediately, bowing to me with a smile and speaking in perfect Korean. Oh, hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm Sammy, Yeonjun's wife. And I'm Violet, the taller girl says, smiling as she bows. I'm Taehyung's girlfriend. You know, that was good confirmation, because up until this point, I wasn't sure if Sammy was fluent in Korean yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I bow back, doing my best to ignore the burning sensation in my chest. It's nice to meet you. So how long are you visiting Subin? Yeonjun asks, looking at all of us but not meeting anyone's gaze, like he senses the tension between us. He moves his blonde hair out of his eyes and crosses his arms. He didn't tell us you're here. I guess that's why he was late this morning. Oh yeah, I chuckled quietly, pushing a strand of hair behind my ear. I'm here for a week. My university went virtual because of COVID. I explained, watching him nod along with what I'm saying. Besides his hair being different and his face looking more grown up, he hasn't changed much. I still remember how he looked at me when Subin and I said our last goodbye at the Soul Station. His gaze pierced right through me, like he hated me for breaking his best friend's heart. I don't see any contempt in his eyes anymore, but something tells me he's not pleasantly surprised to see me. So, are you staying at the dorm? Sammy asks. She slips her hand through Yeonjun's arm, placing it gently over his bicep. Yeah, I'll be sleeping there tonight. Violet lets out a loud, snorting laugh. We all turn to look at her. Oh, I'm sorry, she laughs again, holding her hand to her mouth. I just, I hope you're not a neat freak, because that dorm is just... Oh, bye, it's not that bad, Sammy laughs, turning to the taller girl. Sam, all I know is what Tay tells me, she says, <laughs> holding her hands up in the air. It's that bad, huh? Yeonjun asks, holding back a laughter before he turns to me, watching for my reaction. I remember when Subin and I were going through the toughest part of our relationship, right before we broke up. Yeonjun would talk to him to help him through it, like a big older brother would. I always appreciated that about him, but at some point, things changed, and Yeonjun stopped encouraging him to make things work between us. He told Subin that it'd be better if we broke up, that our fights and arguments were getting in the way of the group, that I was not prioritizing his career like his girlfriend was, that I was not willing to give him space. It was always me. Don't be this, don't be that, but Yeonjun didn't see how hard I tried to make it work. How Subin wouldn't answer my phone calls and texts. How he wouldn't even try to spend time with me when he could. It must have been so easy for Yeonjun with his perfect girlfriend who never complained. Dadby. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, you are not the only person who complained. Yeah. I think, if anything, Yeonjun would probably now be a lot more understanding. That's true. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why Tay always stays at my place, Violet giggles Violet's giggles echo back in my ear and I snap out of it. Sammy and I were the only ones keeping it clean, although Taehyun and Bum are good about it too, but... Oh hey, they're here, Sammy says suddenly, waving her hand up and looking past my shoulder. I turn around and see Subin and Taehyun walking towards us. Subin sees me and his lips curl up into a beautiful dimpled smile right away. I feel relief wash over me. Yeah, me too. I know. <laughs> Baby, hey, he's almost out of breath. His hand finds my lower back as he leans down to peck me on the cheek. I'm sorry you had to wait so long, but he looks but it looks like you found everyone already. He smiles and looks up at the group. They're all watching us with wide eyes, expecting us to do or say something. I'm Taehyun, the black haired boy steps and bows. Subin told us about you a long time ago, but we never met. 
It's nice to meet you, I bow back, feeling Subin's reassuring touch on my hip. I guess I know you from the music videos and stuff, but yeah. Subin, it's really nice to meet your girlfriend, Sammy says, gazing up at Subin with a curious look. I had no idea you had one, she laughs, but the statement irritates me. Subin shifts next to me, touching the back of his neck. Oh, um, we just... We dated for four years in high school, I interrupt, looking Sammy right in the eye, trying my best to smile. Oh, her eyes go big, nodding along as her gaze shifts from Subin to me. I had no idea you had a high school sweetheart. You never mentioned her to me, but it's nice that you two reconnected. Subin smiles and shifts his feet, looking down at the floor. Yeah, I'm sorry I never told you, Nuna. I just... All right, well, we're going to get some food, Taehyun interrupts, sensing the tension between us. He takes Violet by the hand and leads her back into the lunch line, while Yunjun watches us, ready to step in at any moment. We just, um, we broke up soon after our debut. Subin continues to explain, struggling to meet Sammy's intense gaze. I see, she asserts, nodding along, but she doesn't say anything else. She just glances at me for a moment before turning her attention back to Yunjun. Anyway, baby, let's go eat. You don't have a long lunch break today, right? She asks, looking up at Yunjun as, as she runs her fingers through his hair. I notice her belly as soon as she turns to the side and remembers she's expecting. The perfect girlfriend who is now the perfect pregnant wife. Yeah, we have to get back in 30 minutes, Yunjun replies, rubbing her back as he looks at me and Subin. Do you guys want to come eat with us? His invitation softens up the knot in my throat a bit, but it's still there. Subin glances down at me to see what I want to do, but I'm torn. I know I should put what happened between me and Yunjun in the past, but I keep looking at Sammy. I keep replaying what happened the night we broke up, when Subin confessed to me that he had sex with her, the perfect girlfriend. How am I supposed to get along with her? It's fine either way, Sammy says, smiling at both of us. No, I think it'd be a good idea to sit together. I'm sure Danby wants to get to know you guys better, right, baby? He asks, tipping his chin down to look at me while he ropes my back. Um, yeah. I say, nodding quickly as I press my lips into a thin smile. I know what he's really asking me to do. He wants me to put on my big girl pants and get over it. To forget about the threesome and forgive Yeonjun. To sweep two years of build-up resentment under the rug and pretend like everything's okay. You can do it. I gulp back my nerves and nod. All right, I look at the three of them with a big smile. Let's sit together. And that's the end of this chapter. Whoa. Yeah, you know, Sammy is very intimidating. <laughs> she is very intimidating. Yeah. I would hate to be the new girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, because, like, Sammy truly is just looking out for the boys. Yeah. Um, and I, and to the outside world, it looks like she just had this easy run. Yeah. Like, we've, we've had this argument before mm -hmm. with, uh, Bumgu's girlfriend. Yeah. So, like, we know. Yeah. We, the readers, know. Yeah. <laughs> that it's not true. Like, Sammy struggled a lot. And, yeah. like, was not confident in their relationship multiple times. Yeah. Um, and that's why she's so guarded mm -hmm. to everyone else. Yeah. And I don't think Sammy's doing it in malice at all. No. So. And that's the thing. And that's the thing. Me being anxious and insecure would not immediately understand <laughs> I would eventually. Yeah. I'd eventually get to that conclusion. <laughs> But also, Subin's right. The only way forward is through. Yeah. The only way forward is through. The so you have through. to, you gotta sit down you and just lunch. Gotta... <laughs> Part 7. Danby's Pop. Subin and I take our trays of food and follow Sammy and Yunjun back to a small table on the far side of the cafeteria near the windows. They sit next to each other on one side and we sit across from them. Sammy keeps glancing at me while the four of us poke at our food. She shoots me a quick, friendly smile, but darts her eyes away as soon as I try to smile back. She's trying to be friendly, but I know she's also following Yunjun's lead. She sees his wavering gaze, how he must be weighing the pros and cons of me being here, how he's carefully navigating being both supportive and protective of his friend. I turn my attention to him. No, because, okay. 
I, <laughs> me personally, I would be very angry. <laughs> I'd be very angry in this situation because like, like Danby's right. Like they only see from Subin's perspective mm -hmm. and to feel like no one is really taking the time to like understand it from the other side as well must be very frustrating. So in this moment, I'm angry and I feel for Danby, <laughs> even though I can understand both sides. I am Danby, we are one. <laughs> I turn my attention to him. He seems relaxed with his glasses pushed back over his head and ankles crossed under the chair, but he's definitely keeping his distance. The food here is really good, he mumbles, digging his chopsticks into the rice. Sammy nods in agreement and takes a sip of her drink first, making eye contact with me for a split second before she pokes at her own food. I want to say something, but all I feel is Subin's foot bouncing up and down next to mine, brushing against my shoes over and over again. Subin, you, you started this. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, can you stop, please? I whisper to him, placing my hand over his knee. He picks his head up and smiles nervously. Sorry. So, Danby, Sam, Sammy says suddenly, her voice echoing in my ear. I raise my eyebrows at her, my lips press into a thin smile while she mixes her chicken and rice. You said that you and Subin were high school sweethearts. That's really nice. I smile and nod, watching her bring some rice to her mouth. I mix up my own food and glance at Subin to see if he wants to chime in, but he doesn't take the hint. <laughs> yeah, um, I start looking up at her, her gold hoop earrings dangle as she moves her hair back over her shoulder. We've known each other since we were kids. You guys grew up in Ansan, right? Yeonjin asks, still chewing some of his food. Yeah, we weren't neighbors, but we went to the same schools and our families know each other, I explain, doing my best to maintain eye contact with them as I continue telling them about our childhood together. Subin doesn't say much. He just eats his food quietly next to me, but I notice Sammy nodding along to what I'm saying. She listens attentively, but I can't tell if she's trying to be friendly or looking for reasons to dislike me. She's trying to be friendly, Danby, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> if I know my girl Sammy, she's trying to be friendly and then also gather information. <laughs> I'm so anxious right now. I'm just like, <laughs> she's trying to find reasons to dislike Danby. <laughs> so how was Subin in high school? Sammy asks, shooting Subin a quick smile. He giggles over his tray of food. Shy and awkward. No, you weren't. I laugh and pat him on the knee as I turn to look at Sammy and Yeonjun. Okay, he was painfully shy during our first and second year, but he really came out of his shell during our third year. Right, Bunny? Yeah, I guess you're right. He nods and swallows back his food. Danby really helped me be more confident. That's sweet, Yeonjun smiles. I was really shy in high school too, Sammy chimes in. Were you really, babe? Yeonjun asks, turning to look at her as he moves his hair. As he... <laughs> Yeonjin asks, turning to look at her as he moves her hair back over her shoulder. I thought you were one of those popular girls, pulling all the boys. He smirks and watching and watches her blush. <laughs> Dumb. No, baby, she laughs and covers her mouth. That was you. She then turns to me and tips her chin to Subin. Subin and I are both introverts, so I can definitely see him being shy and awkward like me. Yeah, Nuna. Oh, yeah, Nuna and I are really similar, Subin laughs. When they were still living at the dorm, Sammy, Nuna, and I would stay home sometimes watching movies and baking while Yeon Jin Hyung would go out with his friends. Remember that? Oh, this wouldn't be good for Danby. No. This is not good for Danby. Not. Oh. <laughs> but a boy, a boy wouldn't think about he, that. He wouldn't think about that. Subin's not thinking about it. Yeah. Sammy giggles and holds her hand over her mouth again. Yeah, your friends must have thought I was so awkward for never wanting to go out. 
No, they didn't think that, Yeonjun says, giggling to himself as he places his arm over Sammy's backrest. Some people like to go out, others prefer to stay home. He shrugs and picks up his chopsticks again. You go out with your friends. You and Maddie used to go out all the time before she moved to Tokyo. Yeah, she nods and finishes chewing her food. We don't like to hang out with strangers, right, Subin? We prefer having a small circle of friends. Yeah, that's right, Subin nods and brings more food to his mouth. Would you agree, baby? He turns his attention to me and I nod, but I don't know what to say. The more I hear about how similar they are and how well they get along, the drier my throat gets, the more I want to pick up my tray and leave. Still, the iciness between us melts slowly. Sammy and Yeonjun appear more comfortable. They talk, sharing stories of Subin, things they've done together, places they've been to, memories they shared that don't include me. But behind my friendly smiles, I feel like I'm spinning away. I've known him longer than any of them, but I feel like such an outsider. We eventually run out of things to say, and there's a lull in the conversation. We all stay quiet for a moment, our chopsticks clinking against the plates on our trays. I poke around my food, but I have no appetite. I feel Sammy's gaze on me from across the table, and our eyes meet as if they were drawn together like magnets. I shoot her a quick smile, and she smiles back, but I sense a shift in her, like something about me doesn't add up. So, Subin, Sammy breaks the silence again. She pauses for a moment to glance up at him. Subin stops eating and meets her gaze. He pushes the sleeves of his sweater back up his forearms and places his hands on his lap. It seems like you and Danby go way back. Yeah, we do, he says, nodding and smiling at her. So, how come you never talked about her? She asks, tilting her head to the side and furrowing her eyebrows. My heart races. My hands get sweaty. I want to know the answer to that question, too, but I don't know why she's the one asking it. It's none of her business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I have to agree with Debbie on this one. Well, the thing is, I would do the same thing. I would break I that. Just, I'd feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, so why haven't you said anything? Yeah. <sighs> Yeonjun stops eating too, his eyes shifting between the three of us. He notices our discomfort and puts a hand on Sammy's lap. Babe. Maybe Subin didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly he didn't want to. We all lived together for two years. We shared everything in that dorm. I thought we knew each other well, so I don't... This girl. I knew this was all pretend. I let out a small laugh while I poked the food on my plate. Yeah, you two know each other really well, huh? Subin looks at me immediately and puts his hand on my lap to make me stop, but I wish he would just stop talking. Why do you care so much anyway? I ask, looking right at her. Miss Perfect. Because Subin's like a brother to me and I care about him, she says, looking right back. At, she says, looking right back, her eyes defiant. He just got over his ex and suddenly you show up. Suddenly I show up? I scoff and set my chopsticks down. Did you miss the part about us knowing each other since we were kids? Being together for four years? I've known him longer than any of you have, so back off. Dumby, that's not what I meant. I can see you two care about each other. I'm just looking out for him. He's always been there when I've needed it, and I... Yeah, like when your boyfriend was not enough and you needed to fuck him too, I mutter and roll my eyes. Her eyes get big and her mouth drops. Excuse me? Dumby, please don't, Subin says, squeezing my knee softly. Why? Aren't you all supposed to be okay with it? We can talk about it, no? I say, looking at him and then back at Yeonjun and Sammy, who both look uncomfortable. Danby, that was a one-time thing, Yeonjun explains, trying to remain calm. It just happened in the moment. It didn't mean anything. But I bristle and look back at my tray. That's really rich, coming from you. Danby, please, Subin mutters under his breath. But I'm tired of pretending everything is okay. I can't brush things under the rug anymore. 
No, he told you to give up on us because I wasn't like his perfect girlfriend. He told you to let me break up with you because I couldn't handle it. And to top it all off, he lets you fuck his girlfriend to help you get over it and satisfy whatever weird fantasy he has. What the hell kind of best friend is that? Baby, that's not. Excuse me, Sammy interjects, leaning over the table, her eyes narrowed at me. Who the hell do you think you are? I'm Subin's girlfriend, the one your so-called husband told him to forget about because I wasn't as perfect as, but she doesn't let me finish. My so-called husband, she repeats, her eyes burning with anger. Babe, it's okay. Calm down. It's not good for the baby, Yunjin whispers, taking her hand. <laughs> Listen, Danby, Sammy says, pointing her finger at me. I don't know who the hell you think you are, but you do not talk to my husband that way. Sammy, come on, Yunjin whispers, pulling on her hand so she sits back down. It's fine. No, she says, her eyes bursting with tears as she looks at Yunjun. I don't know what kind of beef she has with you or what happened between the three of you. Clearly, no one cares to explain things to me. She then turns her attention to me. But you do not get to talk to my husband that way, and you do not get to come at me like that. What happened between the three of us was two years ago. She points to herself and and she points to herself, Yunjun and Subin. Was Subin's choice too. Maybe you should argue with him about it before you come at me and my husband with your accusations. She grabs her chair and gets up. Come on, baby, let's go. Nuna Hyung. Subin. Yeonjun snaps at him and shakes his head, motioning to Subin to stop. He then takes Sammy's hand and lowers his voice. Babe, go wait for me upstairs, okay? She nods and walks away, wiping the tears from her eyes. I spot Violet getting up from her seat as she sees Sammy leaving the cafeteria. She follows her out, putting an arm around her shoulder as they make their way to the elevators. Young, I'm really sorry, but Yunjin stops him, holding his hand up in the air. It's okay. I think we all need to cool down and let things settle. And Danvi, he then turns his attention to me. I think he's about to lay it on me, but he takes a deep breath in and lets his expression soften. I'm really sorry about what happened two years ago, okay? I gulp and nod slightly, my heartbeat quickening. I wasn't expecting him to apologize like this. Yunjun's grown. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like he understands better now. <laughs> I was wrong to tell Subin to forget about you. I had the best intentions, but I know that doesn't matter if both of you were left heartbroken. I'm truly sorry about that. It's okay, Yeonjun. I start. Yeah, it's okay, Hyung. We don't want you to feel guilty about that, Subin pipes up. I know, but I want you to know that I'm sorry, okay? And I'm sorry about Sammy, too. She's been under a lot of stress with the pregnancy, and she feels very protective of all of us, especially me. At this, he presses his lips to a grin. So she's just, you know... No, Hyung, it's fine. I know you don't understand, but Dammy doesn't know her, and I don't want her to think Sammy will be her enemy. He turns to me and looks me in the eye. She won't be, I promise. We know, Hyung. All right, so I'll go talk to her and see if she's okay. Again, I'm sorry about all this, but I hope you'll give me another chance, Dambi. I nod quickly, unsure of how to respond. The anger I felt at Yeonjun is suddenly gone. I don't know what to do with the sudden emptiness left by the rage. But as soon as I feel Subin's hand on my lap, it all comes back. Yeonjin picks up his tray and leaves, leaving me and Subin alone in our heavy silence. I look down at my tray of half-eaten food, grains of rice scattered around the bowl, Subin's hand rubbing my thigh softly. We were supposed to meet for lunch to talk about what happened this morning, not to create enemies out of his best friend and his wife. But as usual, I'm left to fend for myself. As usual, I'm the bad guy. Baby, can we... Leave me alone, Subin. I snap at him and brush his hand away. Bambi, wait! But I take my tray and stomp away to the trash cans. The rest of the chicken and rice falls into the black void as Subin catches up with me. He tugs at the sleeve of my sweater, but I yank my arm away. I said, leave me alone. I pull my arm to my chest and walk to the elevators, but Subin's long strides allow him to catch up to me quickly. <laughs> me. <laughs> Baby, come on. Don't. 
No, Subin. I glare at him, pressing the call button on the elevator before crossing my arm. You want to talk now? Now when it doesn't matter? Where was the sudden need to talk when I was clearly uncomfortable, but you pushed me to have lunch with them anyway? Or when we were all at the table? Or when you should have let your group members know that I'd be here today? I feel like such an idiot. My voice breaks and I turn away from him. Dombi, I'm sorry, baby, he whispers and tries to take my hand, but I move away. Just then, the elevator doors open. I know he has to go upstairs, back to the studio, back to his job, back to all the things that matter more than me, just like before. The old me would be desperate to stay and follow him, to make it easy for him, but now I don't care. I step inside and press the button to close the doors. He watches me, bathed in the white fluorescent light of the elevator. I hopelessly wish he'd push his arm between the doors and pull me out, that he'd take my hand and bring me somewhere quiet, where he would tell me that he won't be like this again, that he'd fight for me and for us, but he doesn't. Well, you did say for him to not follow, so <laughs> he is respecting your wishes. <laughs> he is respecting your boundaries. Yeah. The doors close and his figure disappears behind the cold gray panels. Time skip, which before I start reading the next part, I have to give it up for, for Sailor Tay Fix on that scene. Mm -hmm. That was very intense, very realistic, very well written. Um, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling very anxious, <laughs> especially because it's like, I am Danby. Danby is me. I probably wouldn't have popped off quite like that, <laughs> um, but... I probably would have popped off if not to su just Subin in private. Um, so it's like, I understand. I understand completely. I am feeling very threatened by Savvy right now, even though I know it's not like that. But <laughs> good job. <laughs> okay. Time skip. A strong bleed. Nope. <laughs> A strong bleed. A strong bleed. A strong breeze blows through the street as I exit the building. The rustling of the trees gets louder as the gust of wind makes its way down the sidewalk, finally blowing through my hair and kicking up the pile of leaves by my shoes. I take a deep inhale and glance around. Banners with soup and space on them flap in the wind. Tears prickle my eyes. You're so stupid, Danby. I do my best to hold them back, pressing my quivering lips together as I rummage through my purse to look for my phone. A string of text notifications from Subin crowd my lock screen, but I clear all of them and shove my phone back inside. This isn't working. He said things would change. He'd said he'd try harder, but here I am again, fighting for the both of us while he stands back and does nothing. I sit on a bench facing the street and push the hair out of my face. I should go home. I pull out my phone and search for a train back to Busan. There's one leaving in two hours. I press the button to buy a ticket, but as I type in my name, the screen blurs. The tears prickling my eyes burst through and roll down my cheeks. What if I lose him again? The tears fall on my hand as I reach for my wrist, finding the small diamonds on the bracelet Subin gave me. I twist them between my fingers, my chest filling up with air that I am forgetting to exhale. God, Dumby. The thought brings a loud sob out of my chest. I drop my head in my hands. If I'm not meant to be with him, then with who? My mind floods with memories of the past four months, falling asleep together on the phone, waking up to his groggy voice messages, listening to songs that remind me of him, counting down the days till we see each other again. It's always been him. When he touches me, I forget about all the regret. I forget about the pain I felt when he disappeared from my life. I can't leave him. I sob again. Am I crazy? What if we're just broken? What if it was never meant to be? I stare out into the street, the breeze blowing through my hair. The sun shines through the trees, but I don't see its light. I don't feel its warmth. I tap my foot incessantly. What am I going to do? My phone keeps vibrating. The cars keep driving by and the people walking on the street keep moving. Damn it, snap out of it. 
I wipe my tears and pick up my purse. My feet lead me to the curb and I spot a bright orange taxi at the stoplight. I'm not crazy. I swallow back the knot at my throat and push the hair out of my face, my eyes fixating on the far end of the street. I'm strong. I raise my arm to hail the taxi, but just then I feel someone approach me from behind and I put my arm back down. Bambi? I turn and see Sammy's long brown hair waving in the breeze, black purse hanging from her arm as she holds it up next to her swollen belly. All right. All right. Okay. I thought that might happen, but I actually <laughs> wasn't sure. So nice, nice. Her eyes hold a pensive expression. I'm certain she can see the blotches on my face, but I swallow and keep my eyes on the street. Hey, Sammy. Are you headed back to the dorm? I'm going in the same direction. Her voice is soft and sweet, like it was when we first met in the cafeteria line. I wonder if she's just being nice because she sees my tear-soaked eyes, but part of me feels relieved. At least I'm not alone. I turn my face to her and raise an eyebrow. Her smile seems genuine, but it wavers. I can't imagine she'd want to share a taxi with me after what just happened. I'm going back to the hotel to get my suitcase. I respond and lean forward to see where my taxi is, but someone else hailed it already. I sigh out loud. It's okay. A lot of taxis drive by here. She smiles and turns her attention to the left. There's another one over there. I'll get it. She raises her arm and waves it at the cab. The driver flashes his lights at us and pulls up in front of us. Where's your hotel? I'll cover the ride. Don't worry. Sammy, it's okay. I'll take the next one. No, don't be silly. Just get in. She opens the door and tilts her chin up with a smirk. Come on, you can't say no to a pregnant lady. <laughs> Sammy! <laughs> if I ever decide to get pregnant one day, I will be using that all the time. <laughs> I give her a small smile as she holds the door open and I slide in. The scent of worn leather wafts in my nose as I scoot all the way to the window and put on my seatbelt. The driver greets us, turning over his shoulder. Where would you like to go? Sammy turns to me, raising her eyebrows, but I draw a blank. I can't remember the name of the hotel or which street it's in, just that it's somewhere in in an area that I cannot pronounce <laughs> because Subin wanted us to stay somewhere fancy for the night. I'm sorry, let me text Subin, I stammer, my hand shaking as I try to fish my phone out of my purse, but Sammy puts her hand on my arm. You'll be waiting for a few hours. They're having a dance practice right now, she says, and then turns her attention to the driver. Please take us to Songdonggu. Wang Simni Street, number 16. <laughs> he nods and heads to the next intersection. Sammy settles back in her seat and fastens her seatbelt over her belly, turning to me with a smile. Let's go to my place. I'll make you some tea. You sure? I ask, planting my elbow on the armrest as I gaze at her out of the corner of my eye. Why is she being so nice all of a sudden? She nods and leans in, watching me with a smile. Yeah, unless you want to wait out there for Subin to be done. She shrugs and pulls her phone out. She's right. But to be honest, I don't know what I want. The cab driver turns on the radio. The enthusiastic voices of the MCs fill the space, but I wish he'd turn it off so I could hear myself think. Do I really want to go back to Busan? I know better than to act on impulse, but I feel like the downbeat from two years ago. Lost, confused, wondering if I'm doing enough or if I should just give up. Sammy shifts in her seat, adjusting the seatbelt over her belly. I glance at her, noticing how she's hugging her palm over the bottom of her abdomen. Are you okay? I ask her, noticing the slight grimace on her face. She nods and closes her eyes, trying to smile. Yeah, she sighs and then clenches her jaw. She's just moving a lot right now. Does it hurt when she moves? No, she smiles and shakes her head, still keeping her eyes closed. It just feels a little odd, she giggles. Right now she's triggered a Braxton Hicks contraction, so I'm just waiting for it to pass. <laughs>
My eyes, <laughs> my eyes get big and I lean in closer to her. A contraction? Do we need to go to the hospital? <laughs> no, no, she laughs and places her hand on my lap. It's a practice contraction, not the real thing. She stops and takes a deep breath in. Sorry. It's okay. Just keep breathing. She nods and takes another deep breath in through her nose, letting it out slowly through her mouth. Better? She nods and opens her eyes, smiling at me. Yeah, it's over now. She laughs and relaxes back into the seat, hugging both of her hands over her belly. I still have three months to go, but I'm so ready to be done with this. I can imagine, I respond, smiling at her as we giggle together. Do you get those practice contractions often? Not really, just when I don't drink enough water. I must be a little dehydrated. Oh, I have some water here if you want, I say, reaching down in my purse to pull out a water bottle. I haven't opened it yet, so I hand it to her and she thanks me, opening the bottle and taking a few sips out of it. That's better, she sighs and leans her head back on the headrest, turning her face to look at me. Thank you for that. No problem, I smile and shift my gaze back to my lap, fiddling with my fingernails as we both fall silent again. The tension that was so present between us back at the cafeteria feels lighter, and I'm starting to regret the things I said to her. She's sweet and seems like a nice person, but I can't imagine she's forgiven me for how I reacted. Did Yeonjun tell her what happened, or is this some kind of weird manipulation thing to get me to leave Subin again? <laughs> oh my god. Part of me wants to apologize, to give her the benefit of the doubt, but the sting I feel in my chest is still there. She glances at me and shoots me a quick smile, but I turn my attention to the window, watching the buildings outside blend together in a gray blur of concrete and traffic signs. And that's the end of this chapter. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Talk yeah. about a clip. <laughs> Hanger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that for us. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> well, I feel like now, I don't think Sammy's trying to do anything manipulative. No. I feel like Yunjun explained it. Yeah. Because that's all Sammy was asking for. Yeah. She was just asking for an explanation. Yeah. Because literally no one was telling her anything. Yeah. And I too would get frustrated with that, <laughs> where it's like everyone knows something happened, but I don't know what yeah. happened. Yeah. I would hate to be that person. Yeah. And I can understand that. I uh, just would go about it in a different way. <laughs> Personally. Uh, the older you get, the more direct you get. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm very anxious. <laughs> very anxious person. Um, but this is good. Yeah, I feel like she's a lot more clear. Clear-headed. Yeah. Mother Sammy's back. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel a lot less anxious now. <laughs> Since I am Danby, I have been in situations like this before where I just feel like such an asshole now. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. Um, so, yeah, can't wait to see what happens. That'll conclude this episode, y'all. But that'll conclude this episode, y'all. If you'd like to catch us in between episodes, you can do so at Kpop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or Tumblr. And if you like us and want to let us know, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any other listening service that allows you to do so. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode of K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nods. What a hey! <laughs>